Visitors dress code. All visitors must be appropriately dressed at all times. No over-the-knee boots, no stilettos. This is my eldest daughter, Oka. <laughs> Knickers and briefs must be worn and covered by clothing. Brushing up on the visitor's dress code. No mini skirts. No trousers with holes, rips or anything that exposes skin. Leggings must not be see-through. <laughs> Rear half must be covered by a top. No see-through tops or tops that expose cleavage. Bras must be worn, covered by clothing, unless you have a medical note to state otherwise. Disclaimer, this is by no means a complete list. You may be refused a visit if staff deem an item to fall into one or more of these categories. Prison Bag, Episode 2, Computer Says No. It just makes me wonder what people have turned up in for this to be on the list. <laughs> the bra one annoys me because, especially if I'm visiting, it can be so stressful. The last thing I want to be wearing is a really restricting bra. I mean, I just assumed that I was past the point in my life where anyone was going to tell me whether I could or could not wear a bra. But apparently not. The thing is, it's just like... Knee-high boots and cleavage is, like, the prison wife uniform, so... It's how we do. It's how we do, and I get it, because, you know, the boys need something to look at. It's been a long time. You want to look your best. It's not very feminist, my darling. Well... Oh, you nearly ready, darling. One of the things I most admire about us prison wives is our refusal to dress down for the occasion. Like that one? Um, it's... Really see through. <laughs> so you'd have to In the beginning, I live for visits. But soon I learn the truth. Visits are hard. You arrive after whatever you've been through to get there, crossing the country. You check in, you get your visiting order, and then you wait till entry time. Then you wait some more until someone bothers to begin processing. And when you've passed all the searches, and sniffer dogs, you're herded into the visit hall. You take your places. You wait some more for him to come in, and then, ready, steady, connect. Tyler! You know what Tyler's doing? In that crowded watched hall, we try to get as close as we can. What are you wearing? But the further we get into the sentence, the more separated we become, and the harder it gets to find each other. coming? No. Do I need anything else? Have you got the snacks? These are the things I have in my car. I have nail varnish, nail varnish remover. Very important because you'll smudge it. This yeah. is my friend Paula. Makeup. She's a doyen of all things prison. Mouth. She's a total pro. Go in. You might have some coffee or something while you're waiting, but you just need to make sure you like everything's like on point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quick swig before you go on the visit. Do you have perfume in your car? Perfume, of course. So it's really precious time. It's like time when we're not constrained by the pips on the phone. People aren't listening in, so we get some private time. So it feels like um, 
a date. An actual date. It feels like a date. So even after all these years, it still feels like a date. So I make an effort for myself, but also for us to make sure that it's like a signal that that time is really special. Do you want to take a book? No, I got car sick. OK, do you want to take your... OK, so you've just got your phone. OK. Passports. Right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get this show on the road. I always think that, like, the perfect prison girlfriend or wife yeah. or partner basically dresses like a whore and acts like a Madonna. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know about the whore because there's dress codes in prisons, so I don't think you can look too, <laughs> like, okay, too so overly Describe what you're wearing today, so, then. So today, so today I've picked um, black jeans, very tight, to show off a bit of figure, some black boots. Yeah. Over the knee. Over the knee. It bit, is... bit over the knee. Mm. You, you don't want to, like, raise expectations that you can't meet, so mm. just a slight hint of sex. Hello, me. Hello, me. Hello. Um, oh, I've got one. That Daddy's friend um, made this one up. You know, in, in prison, he made it up. What's at the? What's yellow and it's at, at, and hides at the back of your closet? A banania. Do you know Narnia? The, oh yeah. A banania. So how does what you want to wear and how you want to look kind of butt up against oh, those horrible I, I, dress codes? It has been a nightmare. Is it going to fit with the dress code of that particular prison? And the dress codes change according to the prisons you go to. For instance, quite recently, um, he was in a prison in um, the Midlands that had a dress code that said in the summer you could not wear shoes that were open-toed or had open heels, which actually in the heat of last summer was really difficult to find, wasn't it? Like, everybody was wearing sandals. I've, I had a pair of espadrilles that had a strap at the back, so I had all gone into the prison with these before and was under the impression that these were acceptable footwear. And then I was stopped and told that these breached the dress code. So this is a massive dilemma now. Do I turn back? Don't go on the visit? Go home? So I thought, what am I going to do? So I went to the car and I found my grandson's football boots. Football boots. You were just so enterprising. And I do it. And not only that, I'm a size six and they were a size five. So it was actually really difficult to get my foot into them. But they fitted the specification. Closed heels and closed toes. <laughs> Stuff it. I'm going in. I wanna go in. I've I, I had a nice outfit on. <laughs> They had, like, a, a maxi dress. Boots. Did he notice? Oh, I told him straight away because I was really upset. upset yeah. Like, I was... I, I, I know that I was hobbling in them because <laughs> I, I, I actually couldn't get my foot in them because I was because actually... Because you sat bare, visit barefoot. I was barefoot under the maxi dress. I mean, it's hilarious in one in one way, but actually it's incredibly sad because the pressure that dress codes put on you 
will I get let in? Won't I get let in? I, over the years, I've seen so many people come on visits and they've inadvertently got the wrong clothes on. Like, and these are very arbitrary decisions and prisoners' wives and families don't know how to complain, don't know how to address that. So they meekly toddle off in tears, and go home. you know, and go home. Sorry about it. Keep on singing. Mama, carry on singing. Prison is a place where men are worn down and made to feel worthless. Their masculinity is consciously gelded in the belief that to break them is to reform them. As I go to fetch tea, Tala casually mentions to her dad that she's seen me hugging another man. Okay, guilty as charged. Ordinarily, it wouldn't bother him in the least. He knows he married a shameless flirt. But locked away as he is, powerless and frustrated, this is a knife in his heart. As I return to our table, laden with tea and chocolate, the look of jealousy and reproach that clouds his face makes my toes curl in shame. I wish I wasn't me. I wish I was better. How many years have you been visiting him for? I've been visiting now for 13 years, so I feel like I deserve a bit of a gold medal. But I've realised that the only thing that I got to keep that relationship true is to be true to myself about it. I've genuinely learned, don't tell lies, don't hide things, just speak it as it is and trust in the process. And, um, you know, we have a mantra that says, uh, nothing real can be threatened and nothing unreal exists. You I'm know, listening to you here now like a kind oh. of guru. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's done 13 years, so I can just shut up and yeah, listen but it's here. Yeah, it's been definitely a hard, a hard journey, you know, yeah. and I haven't always done it right. I've made lots of mistakes in it, but I've learnt that this is a, a critical component as well as, you know, look uh, nice and keep myself in shape, but keep myself in shape, I suppose, um, ethically, you know, respect the individual on the other side of the table not try to baby him or protect him to be a support but I don't need to take the power because the prison's already taken the power and like guarding that and be mindful about that is part of the the secret of why we're still here I suppose (laughs) because sometimes it would have been easier to say oh stuff that is really hard a crash on the motorway means that I'm late when we finally get to security I empty my pockets into the tray coins locker key visiting order phone the officer looks at me in horror The phone. Taking a phone into a prison is bad. Really, really bad. I apologise again and again, but the officer shakes her head at me. Taking a phone into a prison is an offence. 
There are no ifs or buts. Computer says no. I can see Rob behind the glass at the end of the corridor. The look on his face makes me feel sick. He's silently watching the spectacle. My mum just couldn't hold it together anymore and start to cry. And then, of course, my sister being like young and seeing her mum cry also started crying. And then Oka takes control and tells us that we have to stop it and pull ourselves together. I remember standing there with literally with one on each arm crying, thinking, I can't cry too. If I cry, we're not going to get to where we need to be. So I have to be the strong one in this. Then eventually they agreed to let us have a closed visit, which is, it's like the visits that you see in movies more, where you go in and there's like a glass window and a telephone and there's a guard standing behind each of you and you're in this room. The reality is that we're fighting to hold on to a relationship that's only really a memory of a relationship now a collection of promises and desires for the future. We had to all take turns talking on the phone because there's only one phone on the side and... Uh, I just remember sitting there and... feeling really numb. I didn't think it would be possible to have a more clinical interaction. <laughs> it wasn't what anyone needed. And it was almost like, for me, it was easier just not to try and connect because that was so painful that I just gave up. Love is an action, but trying to get it or give it in this system is like touching through perspex. It looks as if you're meeting, but underneath, all the nerves can feel is the lifeless surface of plastic. thing I always do though. I always wear sexy underwear. Well you never know, you just might have a chance. <laughs> <laughs>